This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Welcome to the Vital Dome Podcast for Wednesday, March 25th. S&P futures are rallying about 55 points. That's over 2%. Europe is higher across the board by about three and a half to four plus percent, and Asia was higher across the board as well. So stocks are extending their gains, you know, which is rare in over the last few weeks where we have not had two consecutive days of healthy gains. We've had um, very sharp rallies, but they've always only lasted a single day. So this one feels different. It feels like it will be sustainable um, over the next couple of days slash weeks. So. Just running through, um, you know, some of the main pieces of news today. Obviously, the big one is the stimulus agreement that was reached about 1 a.m. this morning um, between members of Congress and the White House. So the two trillion dollar stimulus C deal is is headed towards approval. Um, the final components of it are very very consistent with what's been reported in the press. So I think for the purposes of stocks, the you know the main component is this um, 400 billion plus infusion that goes into the Treasury's exchange stabilization fund. And that gets levered by the Fed throughout its various different liquidity facilities up to a number of $4 trillion plus. Um, th- it's not entirely clear. I think there was some, you know, there still is an issue around airline aid specifically, whether or not it's all grants, it's all loan guarantees. It looks like there will be a cash grant component that will have some employment conditions attached to it. There's not it's not clear yet um, if there will be an equity piece attached to that. So if the treasury will be taking equity in any company that receives a cash grant, uh, the formal, the text of the bill is not out yet. It should be out later this morning. The Senate could pass it as soon as today. The house is a bit more complicated since the house is not in session and they are reluctant to call everyone back to the house because of the coronavirus. Um, passage is, is inevitable in the house. It's just a question of, of logistically how that occurs. Um, in terms of when this gets signed into law, it should be over the next couple of days, uh, probably by Friday at the latest. So this is going to affect, you know, I thought that this was the missing ingredient for a sustained rally. You have had a fire hose of, of policy actions being taken um, on the fiscal and monetary front that are very powerful. They're having an effect in markets. They are having an effect in those areas that were most starved of liquidity, including corporate credit. And that's going to feed into stocks over the coming days. Um, you know, so I think this rally has legs. I think you can get up to about 2,800 on the S&P, at which point you should be selling. I'm not necessarily bullish on fundamentals. I just think that we are extraordinarily oversold. Um, I think you have these policy actions that have been taking place. I think you are going into the end of the quarter where you should see some rebalancing activity that should favor equity. So all those, th- all those factors uh, make me think that this rally has a bit more to go. Um, there are a lot of micro developments out overnight. For me, I thought Nike was very important, not so much for the numbers themselves, which were fine, but more for the commentary that management made on the call about how it's grappling with coronavirus restrictions in various different geographies. And the comments were pretty encouraging. Um, you know, so for China specifically, obviously China went into a deep freeze back in February and earlier in March. A lot of that has lifted. 
Nike managed to post revenue down just 4% in China during the quarter, which is pretty remarkable considering um, all that went on in that country. And they made up a lot of, of the physical restrictions they made up for with online sales. Um, you know, the street was modeling China down about 20%, so obviously much better. And then on the call that is talked about how China is rapidly coming back on, how they're seeing improvement in a lot of their Chinese stores. Um, and how they use digital to help offset some of the physical restrictions. And then they also just went around the world and said that, you know, they were very hopeful and confident that what they saw in China, they'll eventually be seeing elsewhere um, in the U.S. And, and Europe over time. So, you know, just talking about how the crisis will end eventually, um, there is a light at the end of the tunnel. So I thought just the qualitative commentary about what it saw globally and how it's grappling with it um, is certainly very, excuse me, is very encouraging. Uh, the other micro developments out overnight. Um, Yum gave an update. Again, the the comp numbers were you know there are suffering comp declines, but I thought the magnitude of the declines was not nearly as bad as I think people were fearing. Facebook gave an update, which is very similar to Twitter, talking about how usage is surging, um, but ad revenues are suffering given the you know the economic environment. A lot of their big ad spenders are obviously dialing back given um, what's occurred globally. So, you know, Facebook is probably mixed to positive because, you know, people, I think, welcome the Twitter usage numbers, even though uh, revenue and operating income are being hurt. Square came out and trimmed their guidance for the quarter and withdrew the full year guidance. But again, I think given the environment and given, um, you know, given sentiment, the number, the, the cut was not as bad as I think feared, especially given, you know, MasterCard is warned twice now. MasterCard warned, Tuesday morning, Tuesday morning, and that was the second one for this quarter. So I think in, in context of the environment, the Square update was not awful. So definitely a lot of micro news. I would also say that mortgages have been a big area of focus lately. Um, you know, you had you've had a lot of mortgage re companies, at least two big ones, IVR and MFA, come out over the last twenty four hours talking about how they've been unable to meet margin demands coming from their um, coming from their finances coming from their major lenders. So you know, that area, obviously, we've known a lot about forced selling. We've seen a lot of forced selling throughout the market. But it's, uh, you know, I think the mortgage area was definitely um, in focus yesterday. And and that got a lot of press overnight. Um, that's kind of it as far as major macro news is concerned. Like I said, that stimulus bill is the big area of focus this morning. I'd imagine that you're going to see stimulus-related announcements quiet down now. You've seen all the major kind of countries and governments around the world do all they will be doing for the time being. I think now they'll sit back and watch to see how the virus unfolds, to see if the case numbers respond to any of the restrictions that have been put in place. So you should see kind of, you know, a lot of central bank um, and, and fiscal news items uh, slow over the coming days and weeks. Uh, there's nothing major on today's calendar other than just, you know, I think people will be watching for the daily coronavirus updates, specifically the one out of Italy that hits around midday. Um, we should see the text of this bill hit, um, there again, there's nothing really controversial in the, in, you know, there's nothing that I think people are looking for other than maybe some language around airline aid specifically. Um, and then, you know, the extent to which the treasury will be taking equity in any, any aid recipient. Um, the issue of coronavirus restrictions in the U.S. is definitely a big topic. You have a ton of commentary at the White House about how they want to start lifting some of these restrictions. Um, you know, Reuters wrote an article just talking about how it's not really up to the White House. They actually don't have a lot of authority. They issue guidance and they can obviously, um, you know, provide color and perspective to various local uh, state and local governments. But it, it ultimately comes down with governors and mayors as far as making the decisions within each state. So, 
you know, it looks like you could see an easing on the CDC guidelines when they expire uh, next week on the 31st. You have a, you have a few companies. Apple came out yesterday, talked about how they're going to start resuming. They're going to start reopening some of their stores in April. But you also had the auto OEMs come out and say they're probably going to extend their shutdowns into April. So I think you're going to see, you know, a mild easing in guidance from the White House. Um, but a lot of the uh, states that are seeing, um, you know, the most coronavirus case numbers, especially New York and then California, are probably going to be keeping some of the, you know, some of the most strict limits in place, at least for um, at least into mid-April, just until, you know, they see any progress on uh, the numbers as far as the uh, case and mortality figures. Um, so that is essentially it for today. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening.